It's already the 15th of December, year of our Lord 2021. And it doesn't stop us from trying to grow and to be blessed and to be people who bless others. As we study the Old Testament lesson for this coming Sunday, it comes from the prophet Micah, chapter 5, verses 2 through 5a, in the message version of the Bible. And I also added, for those of you who may be reading it online, the New International Version of the Bible, because 5a doesn't quite fit in in the numbering scheme of the message. And it's important we kind of balance it and compare uh, one of the classic translations with this newer paraphrase version. It's all about hometowns. It's all about what comes out of hometown and what becomes of that person that comes out of maybe an insignificant hometown. <laughs> so the devotion was called Even Runts of the Litter Produce Winners. So let's hear this passage first in the message version of the Bible, then we'll jump to the New International Version. Glad you're with us. God bless us as we are together in the presence of God. Verse 2. This is the word of God. But you, Bethlehem, David's country, the runt of the litter, from you will come the leader who will shepherd rule Israel. He'll be no upstart, no pretender. His family tree is ancient and distinguished. Meanwhile, Israel will be in foster homes until the birth pangs are over and the child is born. And the scattered brothers and sisters come back home to the family of Israel. He will stand tall in his shepherd rule by God's strength, centered in the majesty of God revealed. And the people will have a good and safe home, for the whole world will hold him in respect. Peacemaker of the world. And if some bully in the Syrian shows up, invades and violates our land, don't worry. We'll put him in his place, send him packing, and watch his every move. That's the message. Here is the New International Version of the Bible. But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be the ruler over Israel, whose origins are from of old, from ancient times. Therefore Israel will be abandoned until the time when she who is in labor bears a son, and the rest of his brothers return to join the Israelites. He will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they will live securely, for then his greatness will reach to the ends of the earth." and he will be our peace. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. And as my little grandson Eli would say, yay, or as grandpa would say, amen. <laughs> well, again, welcome to Concafe. I'm Pastor Radio Valverde. So glad you could join us today. I wish you a very happy Wednesday to you listening to those reading Concafe family. And I pray the rich blessings of God bless you, dear listener, with your task before the Lord. All of us have a task from the Lord if we just seek it and pray it. And you know what it is that God has called you or tasked you to do. And I pray that you are successful. And as a result, bless your life, bless your family's life, and bless blesses others. Ours is to serve faithfully, humbly, and gratefully. Faithfully, humbly, and gratefully. Good news is that Reverend Virgilio Vasquez Garza is now home and he will be allowed to recover there. Please continue to pray for him and especially for his dear nurse, Acacia. 
Prayers for Nellie as we await a date for an MRI to see what is going on with her knee. We were blessed with a good visit with our doctor, and we thank God for him and uh, what he does for us. And I'll keep you posted. And prayers for one another, prayers for your own needs as well. Why do we pray? Because God answers prayers. So where are you from? Are you proud of your hometown? Or is it something you kind of try to hide if someone asks you? I'm proud to be from Kingsville, Texas. But at the age of 13, I moved to Houston. And I'm proud to say I'm proud of Houston as well. Growing up, we lived close to Robstown. Kingsville is. And I remember clearly every time we drove through the big town of Robstown, they had a big sign right outside their city limits that said Robstown, home of Gene Upshaw. Now that was many, many, many years ago. Some of you may not even know the name Gene Upshaw. Gene was a star for the NFL Oakland Raiders back in the day when they were still in Oakland for the first time. And he played there for many years and, and then went to other teams as well. But he was definitely a star for the Raiders. Gene was also a star earlier at Texas A&I, now Texas A&M, of Kingsville. But you know, right outside of Bethlehem, you will not find a sign that says in any language, Bethlehem, home of Jesus Christ, Savior of the world. What you will find are miles of barbed wire, guard towers with machine gun armed guards, and a very strict border crossing. The birthplace of the Prince of Peace needs these measures to protect the peace of Palestine on its side and Israel on their side. On the day we went, we were able to get in with no trouble at all. We got to go immediately to this very elaborate gift shop that I think the bus driver and our tour host had an arrangement with and uh, they had financing available. Let me just say about that. But we got to see the Church of the Nativity, which sits on the site of what is believed to be the place where uh, Jesus was born, the uh, stable and uh, quite, quite impressive, very very emotional too. Bethlehem, which literally means house of bread, was not known then in a positive light. This modern translation of it being a runt of the litter was not far off from the way it was seen by other cities and towns of Israel back in that day. And isn't it just like God to choose the unexpected, the least selected, the least expected, etc., to do the most expected, the most spectacular? Out of it would come the greatest leader and servant the world has ever seen. The prophecy revealed the truth about the man. He was sincere, genuine, and there was nothing false about him. His lineage was indeed as foretold, and I'm quoting, ancient and distinguished. Until his arrival, Israel would not be where it needed or wanted to be. It wouldn't be until Mary delivered this child, and then the exalted siblings of Israel would return home. Once he arrived, Jesus would fulfill his role as the shepherd king from God for the nation of Israel, and for all the world for that matter. And though we know now that his rule and kingdom were more spiritual, the benefits would be physical as the nation would learn about protection and safety 
with the world holding him in respect, for he truly is the Prince of Peace for those who long for inner peace that only can come from God. The enemies of God would learn the hard way where they belong. Now, Advent, dear friends, is all about peace. The peace that passes all understanding. A peace that most of the world does not comprehend because it does not seek it. And thus the reason we journey on this path of Advent to be able to remember the purpose of Jesus' first coming to the earth. And we benefit more if we set out to know Jesus more and to know Jesus better. Jesus is the Prince of Peace for a world that seeks peace, supposedly, but has a funny way of showing it. Dr. Tony Campolo years ago wrote a book called Who Switched the Price Tags? about how we have willingly moved the true cost of things to please ourselves. The book is based on some pranksters that broke into a department store and switched the price tags on pretty much everything in there. The next morning when the store opened, shoppers were delighted to find that costly items were now cheaper and the cheaper items were now costlier. Imagine that happening right now in the midst of December and the madness that is Christmas gift shopping. So, Tony Campolo then uses that to describe how we trade quality time with our children for time with distractions that serve little to no real purpose in our lives. When it comes to time with Jesus, we seem much too eager to change that for other things that simply do not and cannot compare. Why? Why is the important question. Advent, I believe, tells us, brothers and sisters, that we need to change the price tags to see what truly, really matters and the cost for what truly, really matters cost someone his life so that we could save ours. And I pray we would take advantage of it. Let's pray. Loving God, open our hearts and minds to the full and complete realization of what truly matters and counts for your glory and for your kingdom. We seek to build the community of those who seek to serve and save. Teach us to know the real cost of things that matter and those that we really don't need in our lives. We know this will make us better and a blessing to you and to yours. And it's in Christ Jesus' strong name that we pray. Amen. Dear listener, thank you for tuning in. I pray this has brought a blessing to your life, and I pray you'll be ready and willing to share this blessing with others. I pray you have a great and blessed day in the Lord. Seek to bless someone with a life that shows what really matters and blesses you. Receive my blessing of joy and hope. I'm Pastor Adiwad Verde. May the Lord bless you and keep you, and please know that I love you very much. And you matter to God, and you matter to me. Amen.